Hey, we have something complimentary for you. I'm Kelly Wilkness. I'm here with Anita Joyce, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. Before we get on to the tips today, I have to share my news with you. My news is that I was on the news. I was on ABC7 last weekend with the weekend anchors, and it was so much fun. I'm not going to lie to you. It was a little nerve-wracking to make sure everything was going to work out well. But once we got rolling, I had such a fantastic time. So I hope you check it out. I popped it up onto my YouTube channel, and it is also on my Instagram. So if you get over there quickly, you can see it there in my stories. It's also in the story highlights. So now let's get into complimentary colors. Decorating with complimentary colors. Color is back on the horizon. So we wanted to dive in today to show you how you can use complementary colors in your decor. Complementary colors are the colors that lie opposite on the color wheel. The colors that are opposite each other are orange and blue, green and red, and yellow and purple. So then there's another one that gets a little bit more into different tones and mm-hmm. things like kind of like the secondary complementary colors, but this is like the main one. So that that's what we'll focus on today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I was researching for this episode, I did not see a lot of rooms done this way, interestingly enough. So. Well, it's kind of harsh in a sense, because obviously the colors are opposite on the color wheel. So they're very different. But when you dive deep into this whole idea of complementary colors. They are pleasing, the combinations, I should say, are pleasing together because your eye is it's kind of searching for the complementary color. Like when your eye is seeing blue, it is kind of searching for the orange. It has to do with the photoreceptor cells in your eye, like the cones in your eye. And we don't need to go too deep into a diagram of the eyeball and things like Thank that. Thank you for that. But, I yes, appreciate we don't that. Need to do that. But he was like, we're just going to take a slide view of the eyeball now. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we Thank just you. really want to share with you how to use these complementary colors to your advantage in your home. Just trust me, trust us that science does support that this sort of these colors that are dynamic together are pleasing to the eye. Would it be palettes that jump out at me for my home? Not necessarily. So that's why at first glance, you might be like, oh gosh, no. Like when I think of blue and orange together, the only thing I can think of is Howard Johnson's. Does anyone remember (laughs) Howard Johnson's? And Mm. I mean, maybe someone told them, you know, the Don Draper that was working with them said, oh, these are your colors because, you know, people are going to, their cones in their eyes are going to be like, this is so awesome. Like I need to go eat here at Howard Johnson's. Now there was a lot of good things about Howard Johnson's. It was my favorite place when I was little. My grandma would take me to Howard Johnson's. Oh, we ate Um, there a lot. Yeah. Friday nights they had a a fish fry special. Friday night, dude. I was, (laughs) I like to say I was elsewhere on Friday night, but you know, like midweek with my grandma, I would go to Howard Johnson's. You get the grilled hot dog, but they buttered the bun. Like, I mean, honestly, I can still taste it. I mean, that was so good. And then you would get a clown Sunday. Rock on. The day could not be any better than that. The orange. I don't remember the Sunday, but I think it was kept Wait, from me. You probably didn't I... get the Sunday. No, I did not. Another thing. 
but exactly. I'm sorry. I bring all these things up, but even as a young lass, enjoying my buttered bun hot dog and, and you're followed up by the clown Sunday, Sunday which yeah. now I feel badly about because you didn't get one. Yeah, um, you I knew that I didn't like the combination of blue and orange. My cones were not, it was not pleasing to my cones, but I get it. I get what they're saying. I think it it's right. I mean, it's a very bold, it's a, they don't kind of ease from one color into the other. It's the opposite. Right. So it's a very something... stark yes. um, a difference. Right. And from an advertising standpoint, you can see why that would make a good logo because you're going to notice it. You're going to it's notice it It's not something that's just blends into the background. Right. You and if see I'm, that they're you know, different. We're, you know, we're focusing on the o. Johnson sign here, which is kind of funny, but I, you know, I think that the orange and the blue were kind of in balance and that's probably where the problem was. So the bottom line with these complementary colors, uh, that they are dynamic together and they play each up each other's intensity, right? So really what you want to do in your decor is consider the complementary colors uh, one being very much the primary color that you use in primary, I mean, the, the one that you use the most of, and then maybe just adding a pop of the other one, because it picture a, a, a very blue room, lots of blues going on, maybe even those blue ginger jars that everybody really loves the blue and the white, and then picture on maybe a blue sofa two orange pillows and then maybe someplace else in the room a vase that's blue and white with some orange flowers in it and then maybe a, an orange lacquered or leather box so you know a la Hermes or something like that that's oh, pretty yeah that's, that's pretty right. fabulous that's right I mean that's that's mm-hmm. you know you can picture if yourself you're... seeing that in house beautiful or you know you know architectural digest or something like that's well, a beautiful room yeah, and if you're in Texas, I did not go to UT, but their color is burnt orange. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that which was kind of a reason I could not go there because <laughs> I don't really like that color. And the I only thought- The person that went down in history of choosing her higher education by the colors. Well, I know my cousin chose a college because- the one building was close to her uh, dorm room. So, okay, well, apparently it went to the family. That's very practical. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this was practical. I look terrible in orange. Oh, I mean, I look washed out. I'm sorry. I cannot wear it. So, uh, but yeah, my school colors when I was in Hershey, Pennsylvania, orange and blue. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Right. So I did have to wear the color. I did not get out of it. I did not yeah, you escape just were not the orange. perpetuate that. Right. But okay. So let's talk about these by color combination. And okay. you started with the orange and the blue. Mm-hmm. And I have a few thoughts on this. And, okay. you know, orange, not my favorite color. I'm going to say that up front. So I'm with you. I think for this particular color combination, I would probably go with mostly blue and just touches of the orange in there. And I think the other real trick to doing this is what shades of blue and orange you go to. Every blue is not the same. Every blue is not going to look good on a wall or on a bookcase or on a sofa. Uh, The blues that I think would go best with an orange would be the cobalt blue, the aqua, or maybe the navy blue. I like all, I think all of those looked pretty nice with the orange. But, you know, you're going to have to be careful about which blue you put with them. Yeah. 
Yeah, very true. The purple and the yellow. Now, I love that combination in my mm-hmm. garden, a combination of yellow, purple, and white. First of all, there's so many oh, uh, plants uh-huh. that you can get on those Oh, clothes, right. But I they're love purple so in the garden too. pretty together. Yeah. So, you know, and it really didn't dawn on me that dealing with the complementary colors there by right. going with those two. But, you know, it's different to having it in a container garden or in your garden beds as having it in your your bedroom or your living room. Right. But again, it's the tones. Like how about an aubergine with a saffron? It doesn't have to be the neon yellow with the Barney dinosaur purple. Well, in fact, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that's your best bet. I, these these color combinations, I think they can work well These using complementary colors if you're very careful about which particular color you're choosing. If you go with the Barney purple and like you said, the bright yellow, I don't think that's going to be your best look. But if you go with, uh, you know, more of a muted purple and then like, for example, I love chartreuse green with a lavender or a purple. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's kind of a rift off the yellow because I mean, chartreuse is kind of a yellowy green. So right, it's yellowy that... green. So it is yellow, but it's a yellowy green. Right. And I actually, you know, I think that's really pretty. No, that is a beautiful combination. I And I have had that in prior homes and I think in a guest bedroom, I had that and it's really inviting. It's very pretty. And purples, not every purple is the same. Some purples lean much more to the blue, whereas other purples lean much more toward the plum or the, you know, in the red direction. So that makes a big difference too on which yellow it's going to work best with. So keep that, keep that in mind and you can kind of play around with it. And, you know, if you're wanting to go in this direction, I also suggest you look on Pinterest and see, because we can talk about it all day long, but until you look at it, you're not going to know which ones you like the best. So check out Pinterest. You can look for rooms with purple and yellow or whatever color combination you're looking for. And you can kind of see some shades that you think that that you're drawn to. Right. And when you're listening to it um, and we're talking specifically about the complementary colors. I know in my mind's eye, I'm going super saturated in the entire room. You know, the walls are painted and the the upholstery is in one of these colors. And then, you know, there's chairs in the other color and there's drapes in the other color. It's really not going to be like that in real life, in your house. Mm -hmm. So the idea is that maybe you have a very neutral house, but now You'd like to introduce some color, which now a lot of people are doing again. You know, again, the pendulum is swinging back towards color again. So how do you do that? Well, maybe you do pick these complementary colors because it is true. They make each other better by being together and they will be pleasing to your eye. So you can test it. You can look at uh, on Pinterest, you can look at magazines and you can see things. And even though it's, there's blue and orange in a room, it somehow is calming. It's very interesting. Um, So maybe you add in uh, to a neutral space, two complementary colors. Say we go with the blue and the orange you can do that just on in small pops, but each of the colors then will be pre- presented in these small pops instead of being a whole blue background with then pops of orange. You know, don't you think you could just do like, it could be all your, your background, your main palette could be whites and creamy whites and things like that. And then you could toss these colors in. Oh, absolutely. And I certainly would suggest that because it, it's a big commitment to go with this 
all these colors uh, saturating your entire room with them, unless you're in love with those colors and you're willing to live with them for a long time, or you have lots of money to change them out all the time. We do suggest, I do suggest that you add them in small doses and play around with them first. And that's a great way to try uh, adding you know, these colors and see how they go together. And then if you're doing some pillows and throws are a beautiful way to add the color, see how you like it. And uh, if you don't, you know, you can always, uh, if you just bought them, take them back or move them to a different room. So yeah, that's a nice thing to do. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Last night, I whipped up the Sriracha Tamari Beef Bowls in under 20 minutes. Thank you, Green Chef. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well, and I can attest to that. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals. Green Chef offers such a range of recipes to suit anyone's preferences. It's such a happy day when the green box arrives on our doorstep and we know we're going to have a delicious meals all week long that are easy to make and will please everyone's palate. And now we have an even better offer. Green Chef is offering DTT listeners $135 off across five boxes and the first box ships free. So go to greenchef.com slash DTT135 and use the code DTT135 to get $135 off across five boxes and your first box ships free. That's greenchef.com slash DTT135 and use the code DTT135 to get this amazing offer from Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. It was time. So I did it, and I saved almost $400. It was time for a new duvet and a new duvet cover. So I took advantage of the amazing 40% off that we have for you from Cozy Earth, because Cozy Earth is the most comfortable bedding I have ever slept on. Cozy Earth has crafted high-quality goods with responsibly and sustainably sourced materials from the earth, so you can get the restorative sleep you need to curate your sanctuary and recharge from the comfort of your own home. Cozy Earth is definitely softer than cotton. It's made from soft and sustainable viscose from bamboo fabrics. Cozy Earth is also temperature regulating, which means it'll keep you cool and comfortable all night long. Oprah loves Cozy Earth, and so do we. They have a 10-year warranty on all their products and offer a 100-night sleep test. That means you can try it for the first 100 nights, and if you don't love it, you can send your products back for a full refund. But Cozy Earth goes beyond sheets. There's pajamas and loungewear that are absolutely luscious. So head to CozyEarth.com and you'll receive 40% off site-wide when you use the code DECORATINGPODCAST40. So that's CozyEarth.com using the code DECORATINGPODCAST40. I want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space, we are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon. 
Um, well, let's talk about the last one, if you're ready. Are you ready to move on to red and green? Sure. Sounds like Christmas, doesn't it? Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. on this one, because, you know, I don't like the traditional Christmas colors when you think of that bright, deep red and mm-hmm. just that strong green color. It, it's, it's jarring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and again, you might think this is a Christmas, but uh, these are Christmas color combinations, but you can make this work in a non-Christmas environment, but <laughs> non-Christmas environment. But I think what you need to do is the same thing. Christmas go, in July. <laughs> go with different shades of these colors. And you know what I was thinking about when I was uh, working on this is I remembered I had some wallpaper in our bathroom in our old house. That was red and green and white, which sounds awful. Okay, like a different person lived in your old house. Like, who <gasps> was she? Well, it was a terrazzo floors, red well, and green I didn't, wallpaper. Okay, I did not pick out the terrazzo floors. The but evolution the wall, of the yeah, but I did. Pick, now the wallpaper, I still like it. It's a toile. It was actually a French wallpaper. Uh, my wallpaper person. Oh, okay. Hated now me. it's starting to make more sense. Yeah, because it was very heavy and hard to work with. She hated me because she was like, "I cannot work with this paper." Uh, but it it was the background was kind of a, uh, let's see, I would call it more of a like a pistachio. Yeah, yeah, green that's great. background. Yeah. It was a very okay. soft kind of maybe even um, oh maybe kind of a sage and all yeah. or olive green kind okay. of background. Yeah. And then, so that was the background color. And then the twelve figurines were white, were red on white. But the red was this raspberry. Mm-hmm. And although it still may not sound right, it it was really very pretty in person. But it was a lot of color. But it was in my bathroom. I thought, well, why no, I, that, it sounds really lovely. I'm just joking. But it was the fun yeah. with the red and green. No, yes. that's I have in my notes. Like, try magenta and mm-hmm. forest. Like, magenta right. and pistachio would be great. Something like that. Think of the iconic Lily Pulitzer, pink and green. Yes. You know, that is a rift off this complimentary combo of red and green. Mm-hmm. I like pink and green together a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's so mm-hmm. fresh. It's fabulous. Yeah. Would I want to live with that necessarily all the time? <laughs> Probably not. But unless I had, you know, a trellis <laughs> solarium in Palm Beach. But again, it's like you're not going to saturate your entire room with two complementary colors and call it a day. Probably not. For most of us that are just going to add in these colors, it's just really good to know about how colors work together. So we thought it was important to cover this in one of our episodes. So you understand because you might, you know, if somebody suggested these colors to you, like it's kind of like, oh gosh, when you say it, you know, sometimes if you said what was in something, you're like, ew, (laughs) but then you taste it and it's delicious, you know, like, oh, I don't want to, like my kids are like, hummus is made from chickpeas i'm like yeah but they love hummus but they were like ew you know like anita's wallpaper is red and green i know it sounds awful but when you see it it's i'm sure it's beautiful i can picture that twall i think i've seen that twall very very pretty so you just need to know about uh, how they work together why they work together and if you have time on your own uh, and extra points, you want to do more research about your icons and the photoreceptors, you can send us even more info. But, you know, <laughs> we're going to leave it at that. It It is true uh, that it is pleasing to the eye to see these these colors in combination. So why not go with that? You know, I mean, hey, it, it gives you a leg up on like, oh, why does this room feel good? Well, because your eye is desiring to see that other color and you've you've presented it. Mm-hmm. 
So you know how sometimes we say there's just something about a room? Well, you know, this could be part of that something. Right. And again, I just want to stress it really, to make it work, you have to be very careful about which particular shade of these colors you are putting together. Right. Or like a cobalt, like you're saying, and a coral. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. maybe each of the complementary colors doesn't have the same intensity. I think there's some great rooms that do have these color combinations, but I, I had a hard time finding the blue and orange ones that I liked. There were yeah, a couple well, I found. Yeah. But it was like you couldn't find the orange in the room. It was like, well, I like the one I there? described. Yeah. No. Yes, of course. In my mind's eye. I think that would look great. I mean, I think I would even like that room and I'm not such a blue girl. I think we may have kind of covered the complimentary colors. Was there anything else you had to add? No, I think we're good. I can't wait to learn something new today. What's our DTT defines? Well, the DTT defines today some parts of your stairs. And today I thought we would specifically refer to the baluster and the newel because it can be confusing what's what. So the balusters are the vertical vase-like posts or legs that attach to the railing and hold up the railing. And when I say railing, I mean the hand railing. Uh, And then the newel is that final post that supports the handrail at the bottom of the landing. So that the newel is going to be larger than the balusters. And I love a really distinctive newel post. I know you did something special with a newel post, didn't you? I did. I found a, a garden post from an iron fence and it was an antique. I found it actually at a garden center and I gave it to my builder and I said, "Uh, could you make this a newel post? And they actually put it, I guess I'm gonna call it like a little boot on the bottom. They kind of made it taller. And it's a very unique newel post for my stairs and I love it. And I see it every day going up and down the stairs. And that's kind of one of those things that I think it was worth doing because it's just something I thoroughly enjoy every day. Absolutely. And I just love that you had that creative vision. You saw that in a garden center or nursery somewhere. You know, of course, that's why you need to be really careful about choosing your contractors because you want someone who's going to work with your vision because there's so many contractors and home builders that just tell people, no, I'm not going to do that. Right. Or they just, they they don't have fun with the vision. You've got to have somebody who gets a little spark in their eye when you say, hey, I found this and I want you to make it into this. And he was always like, like you, Kelly's like, okay, let's do it. Yes, let's do it. I love it. And it makes your home so unique. Uh, you know, even if you had a home, which you don't, but if you did have a home in a community where everything was similar, or, you know, three different styles or something like that, doing things like that, bringing in unique pieces to, that are really part of the infrastructure of your home is such a way to define it, to make it your own, to make it different than everybody else's house. Yeah, because I was talking to a client recently and she was saying, well, I don't want to do that because the other homes in my neighborhood don't have that. And I said, well, then yours is going to stand out and be distinctive if you do. So anyway, you gave her some good advice. My crush today as the result of a little foray into the big blue box in Burbank. I went to Ikea not too long ago. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I just I just went there on Sunday myself. Did you? Okay, so I, I was recently staging uh, a condominium for sale, a lady who's moving on, and 
it really needed some floofing in addition to lots of other things, but she didn't have too much to work with. So I needed to go to Ikea and I said, no problem. Let me head over there. And I got so many great things and I was just very lucky. And you just have one of those days where, and I wanted to work with some of the things that she did have furnishings and her chairs and whatnot. And I found the perfect pillows and whatnot. So I might talk about those as other crushes, but this one particular piece is just so universal. It's a round, shiny gold lipped tray. You could serve some cocktails on it, maybe some pretty cocktails, but I would really use it for display. And I was able to put it on her coffee table and then put a candle and, you know, a floral arrangement and a little stack of books. And it looked fantastic. It's very simple. It's $24.99 and it's the Glattis. So G-L-A-T-T-I-S. And it's about 15 inches round. Well, that sounds wonderful. Actually, when we were there, Evie got a tray. I said, why don't you get this for your ottoman? And it's, it'll be more like a coffee table. And so it's a round, well, it's not round. It's an oval white tray, metal tray. And I think it was called the Romantique or something like that. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, so I, I think that's great to get. That's a great place to go get trays. They're very inexpensive, too. So my crush is a set of pink velvet pillow covers. Now, in the green decorating with green episode, I mentioned that I had bought some pink velvet, hot pink velvet pillow covers to go with the green sofa. These are the ones that I got. So they, they do come in a variety of colors, but I will tell you this particular brand, they were well made, they have a zipper closure, and they're an Amazon choice item. And here's the best part. Mm -hmm. uh, now there's different sizes, but I got a set of two 18 by 18 pillow covers, you need the insert, less than $15. Wow. I know. You know, and there's a lot of junk out there, but so when we have a crush on these pillows that are so inexpensive, we've tried them. That's right. Just make sure you check and see what the reviews are. And uh, yeah, if there's some amazing things there. And then get the inserts from Ikea and they're $8.99 and they're 20 by 20. So it should be perfect for your 18 by 18. Oh, that's true. And they're tried and true. Really nice inserts. Great. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. 